Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi. She's on the line. Sipati, welcome. Thank you, Pastor. How are you? God is good. God is good. All the time. Yeah. We are talking about the issue of spousal blame shifting. Uh, and, And many people would say, okay, please elaborate on that. It would be a matter of always blaming your spouse for whatever is happening. And some people don't realize that it is a blame shifting. You know, someone misbehaves and then they say, yeah, it's because you did this. Um, uh, (laughs) And someone goes on to waste money and they say, yeah, it's because, you know, I, I don't get a time to do this because you are, you know, they always... Even if they are wrong, they would always find a way to make this thing backspin into their own spouse. Uh, If there is some secret money coming out of this spousal account and the other spouse sees that there's some money coming out secretly and they would ask, why are you doing this? This is not right. They're not supposed to do this. It's not according to what we agreed on, on our finances and stuff. You are wrong. And they would go like, yeah, I did this because you don't want me to support my mother or my father. You know, uh, it, it's, always, it, it's always a matter of shifting blames. Um, uh, another one would be, they would say, hey, yeah, you are actually... Uh, hey, hey, you are actually gaining weight, and she and he would say it's because you are cooking me bad food. <laughs> and the other one would say, hey, you're losing weight, and they'd say, yeah, it's because You know, this thing is always opening doors for demons in any marriage, in any family, and it also goes on to the kids because they see parents doing it that uh, kids would say, okay, if I want to get away with wrong, I must find out a way of pointing my own faults to my sibling. And it becomes a cycle over and over again. They will grow up to become spouses who do that to their spouses, even to a a greater degree then. What comes to mind? Uh, um, You know, when we talk about blame shifting, the first thing that comes to my mind is Genesis 3 verse 12. Mm. Um, this is where you get the story of Eve, the second and Adam, and mm. a, a great example of of blame shifting. Where when you know God asked them about what transpired, um, Adam responded and said, "The man, uh, um, the woman you put here with me, she yeah. gave me some fruit from the tree, and I ate." And I ate. You know, and when Eve was asked, she. Um, shifted then the blame to the second, you know, that the mm. second gave me the fruit and I ate. Mm. And we see this a lot in our marriages where we fail to take accountability or responsibility for our own action or mm. the consequences thereof, you know. And I think in most cases, people who are blame shifters are people who usually attribute their behavior to external situations or um, it could be factors out of their control. By that mm. I mean they never want to look at themselves as the reason why this transpired, but they were always pointed to things outside to say, no, but the weather was like this, that is why I did that. 
um, or she said this to me. That is why I said this in return, you know. And that is, if we're not careful, blame shifting is one of the things that can destroy a marriage because mm. um, the one who's always blaming the other, you find that the other one, you know, um, is always overburdened because they're having to take responsibility for something that they're not responsible for. I mean, you would hear men saying things like, I wouldn't have cheated on you if you were not too busy or if you were not doing this and this and that or if you were not, if you were taking care of me, you know. But um, the truth of the matter is that it is the action of that person. Um, no one forced them to do that. Mm. However, they never see it that way. They always see external factors as the reason why they had to do what they have done. Yeah. You know, uh, that aspect of blame shifting uh, basically is also an indication of a lack of accountability. Uh, When people are bent on blaming others, uh, especially in a marital setting, you know, it shows that they are not accountable and they would want to be squeaky clean even if it means to do this at the expense of their own spouses. And uh, this also goes to an extent of condemnation. Blame shifting can also be described as a form of condemnation. Here, uh, uh, the one who... And, and, you know, the sad part of marriages is that you won't find two introverts. Uh, the other one is outspoken. The other one is quiet. And the one that's outspoken, yo, you know, uh, and or the one that is quiet, you know, the time when they speak, everyone becomes hurt. That aspect in itself, it shows that there is a spirit of, con- it is a spirit of condemnation when Every wrong that a person does, they easily attribute it to the other. Uh, Albeit at times you would find that they are correct in doing so. Uh, But the fact that it is them that had done the wrong thing, they would not take responsibility for that. But they would say, I have done it because you have done that. Let me use that example of a cheating husband who would say or a cheating spouse who would say no i did this because you didn't have time for me then i did this you know or someone would say uh yeah i can't do this they know they have to meet their marital obligations but they hide behind work they hide behind uh, a business and then the issue is you know you're not bringing much. I have to bring much. That is why things are like this. So that is also a form of subtle blame shifting. Uh, when someone does not meet their marital obligations or their marital vows that they took before the Lord to cherish each other and to love each other. Now they don't. Now the other one loves money. They don't, you know. And they would say, no, it's because I am trying to make money so that you can be able to drive the car that you drive or that we should stay in the house that we stay at. So please, you know, that in itself is a form of subtle uh, blame shifting. What's your take? Absolutely. I think that when we escape the responsibility of owning up to 
to our own behavior. We're basically taking away an opportunity for us to accurately self-reflect on ourselves or to also make the necessary changes that we need to make or even grow as people, you know? Mm. So this also can lead to a marriage that is stagnant and is not moving forward because no one wants to take responsibility for what is not going right in the marriage. Mm. And if we're not careful, yes, it does open gaps for the evil one to destroy or to even kill the marriage. But there is so much honor in taking responsibility for our wrongs and apologizing and say, what can I do to change what happened? You know, Um, this is how people grow and this is how marriages blossom when people are not too proud to say, I am wrong, I have done this, um, I apologize, um, I repent, and um, I need us to work out a way forward mm. to prevent this from happening again. Sure, absolutely. When we come back, let's look at some moments of blame shifting, how this goes across, how this comes about, how it continuously becomes a cycle or continuously rebirths itself in the relationship of these two spouses. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. Our family is just getting bigger and bigger. Welcome to 657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust you are well. God is doing you good. Talking to Sipati Dabudi. And uh, here we are, man, discussing the spousal blame shifting. And just off air, I was talking to her about the experience of uh, a person who continuously blames their spouse for something that had happened when they were still dating and says, look, uh, uh, well, I went and did what I did because long before we dated, Muruti, uh, long before we got married, when we were dating, this guy was seeing somebody else. And it, it really it really hurt me. And then I said, okay, why did you agree to marry him if you saw that he was with someone else and says no but he said this person doesn't matter that much compared to me you know and she goes like yeah as far as i know i don't know well it looks like and then i go like okay then why do you do what you do why don't you consent to conjugal rights and says no at times i imagine him uh, you know, with this person, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I really, really feel bad. I can't be conjugal with him. 
-hmm. Now, these people are in marriage already. You see? Uh, and someone is blaming their incompetence to a past experience that is attributed to a spouse instead of saying that they feel inadequate or they are afraid that they are being compared or they are scared that uh, the more they do this with their husband, the more their husband will undermine them. You know, uh, uh, in a sense of saying, you are not as pleasing as, as you are supposed to be. A and they are afraid that they would come to that, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then they look for ways. They would look for ways and find ways to say, look, I'm not doing this because you once did this when we were still uh, uh, seeing each other, whatever they call it, is it dating, whatever. Yeah. And the second one moment would be when someone basically uh, is misbehaving. You know, last night we were mm -hmm. talking about misbehaviors of spouses. When someone is misbehaving and they basically are found on some bad cases at work, sexual harassment and all those kinds of things and stuff. And then when asked, why are you doing what they are doing? And they say, because at home, they are not taking care of me in this manner. That's blame shifting. You know, uh, and someone would be asked, why are you doing what you are doing? And they say, they would say, I am starved. I don't know. I, I, I heard some people, you know, even on this radio station, we're doing a show that uh, talks about married men being more starved. I don't know how they know that. You know, I don't know how they know that, but, but they, they did the show. So it means the research that they did had shown them some aspects. But you see, uh, the very fact that uh, a topic like that now lies on the aspect of the plight of those married men being starved, it is not looked quite correctly in that then these who are married women are going to be pointed out as being selfish. But sometimes... Obviously, you would find that others are being that way because they brought several diseases in the house. Okay. What's your take? Sure. Well, that, that's quite sad to say. Um, and unfortunately, you know, that is the reality that some people are living with on a daily basis. Um, I think that, you know, we should look at blame shifting as an easy way out. Um when one fails to take responsibility for their own actions, they will want to take the easy way out, which is to shift it to their spouse and make the spouse um, take responsibility for their actions. Mm. And that, as you mentioned earlier, can lead to serious condemnation because you're sitting there and with a bit of confusion as to how do we or how did we get here? Mm. We all know what the facts are. And, you know, what we need to be careful of is that blame shifting can also lead to prevention of truth-telling because at the end of the day, for you to be able to shift that blame to someone else, there would be some lies you would have to tell or mm. some truth that you would have to omit, you know. And we as children of God have to tell the truth at all times. So we need to just look into this because it leads to other sins 
that just pile up onto this. Um, the Word of God in Proverbs 12, verse 15, we, we spoke earlier about the fact that when we constantly um, shift blame, we take away the opportunity to reflect yes. and look at ourselves and say, what am I doing wrong? How can I change that? Mm. You know, so Proverbs 12, verse 15 reminds us that one who fails to self-reflect is more of a fool than a wise person because it says the ways of fools seem right to them, but the wise listen to advice. So when you self-reflect, you are able to put yourself in a position where you can seek advice from those who are wiser than you and those who are godly or uh, God-fearing. But if you convince yourself that you are always right and you know everything and that you can never take the blame for anything, then it takes away that opportunity for you to learn from other people as well, Mm, you know? mm, So it is a form of abuse. This is now just how I feel. It is a form of abuse for one to always shift the blame to the other person and never take um, responsibility for for their actions. Because if you look at it, really, um, it's more of manipulation than anything else, Mm, you know? mm. And in a marriage setup, that is very abusive to have a manipulative partner. So um, we ought to first, you know, ensure that the qualities that we possess in our marriage are in line with what the Word of God expects of us, you know? Mm. And if they are not, then we need to make some serious changes because they will eventually affect the marriage. This is why, you know, we find people who will say um, married men are starved and all sorts of of theories Mm. that come Mm. about. Mm. And this is because of the fact that We've got people who sit there and will not take responsibility for their actions. We've got people who will never want to be found on the wrong, but will always make the other person look wrong. And that prevents, um, you know, an opportunity for the two in the marriage to work things out and be able to move forward. You know, uh, one of the things that you just said there, you know, in that it it is, it, it, it's a, it makes you not to be able to see uh, the impact that one is making towards something that is wrong and to lose out when it comes to the opportunity of change and correction and to get things right. And, And we will see this on the effects. You know, another moment is enough blame shifting is and as i said earlier on that in our definitions i said it is a condemnation another aspect is always uh, that of associating you associate your spouse with the fact that um, through argument you know you're going to defeat him by arguing with him you know you, you know you're going to defeat him and so you know that whatever it is that you would say to blame even though he would want to defend all he won't be able to because you are fast, you are witty, and then you say these hateful things towards them, and they are left there crying. <laughs> Quite sad. Uh, it's an, that's another moment of blame shifting. Uh, when a kid is doing, even when children are doing something that is wrong, you, oh, you're just like your mom. Oh, you're just like your dad. You know, that's blame shifting. 
and the unique, unique, uniqueness of the child is overlooked. And to say, okay, these things are happening because this kid has made the wrong decision. Uh-uh. It is your dad. It is your mother who is spoiling you. Look at you now. Yo, when we come back, let's do some effects. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today the search continues for top quality south african christian music if you are a new artist or releasing a new cd then send it to radio pulpit for more information please visit the radio pulpit website that's www.radiopulpit.co.za or phone us during office hours 012-334-1200 radio pulpit your daily companion Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Radio buzzing of life, 657 AM. I'm talking to Sipati Tabudi. We are looking into this very aspect of blame shifting. What are the repercussions? What are the effects of blame shifting? Number one, you actually are condemning each other. All the times when you blame shift, you are actually judging and condemning. Many people don't understand the spiritual implications of judging. Uh, the more you put, you cast aspersions to people, is the more in the spiritual realm, and especially in your own soul, those people become arrested for that. You know, they become dungeoned for that. Uh, and uh, uh, if you say to your kid, you are as stupid as your mom, as stupid as your dad, you actually are uh, building up a hedge uh, that would hold that kid to a stupidity of another hedge which you have already created, that of the spouse, which is the mother or the father. And um, uh, thirdly, one of the things that we don't seem to see as an effect when it comes to blame shifting is the very notion of the creation of enmity between the two. Uh, the very fact that you are blame-shifting would lead to lack of appreciation. And when the, the value of the love depreciates, then there is going to be what we call parallelism, which leads to separation that would lead to divorce. But this can also culminate in a variety of ways. It can be violent, it can be very emotional, it can be abusive. Uh, we must be careful about those things because we, we would see those kinds of culminations. Number four, another aspect would be the erosion of love. The more you blame someone for, some, for something, then I go to the first point. You are creating a dungeon. You are jailing them with a condemnation. Now, each and every time when you see them, you would see the crime of the condemnation. You would not see your beloved. And you will not love them the way you used to. 
It's very important to look into those things. These are doors through which the devil enters. These are the things that the Father said we can forgive easily. Another aspect would be that there would be also what we would call undermining uh, uh, because of blame shifting. The one who always takes the the blame <laughs> becomes undermined. And becoming undermined, you will be despised, devalued, disrespected. Now, number six, the one who has become undermined will start to grow what we can call emotions of resentment. It means they will move out of an emotional intelligence regarding their own spouse because of the blames. And they would start to have what we call emotional resentment of the spouse. Even though they are with her and all those things, they just can't wait to see them die. Yes, that is how, that is how painful this thing becomes. And uh, um, emotionalism, you would see these things. People would become depressed in their own marriages because there's so much baggage of accusation that they are holding on to them. You say you're a Christian, but look at what you once did. Sipati, what comes Absolutely. to mind? Well, um, just to add on to, to what you've listed, Pastor Ray, um, you know, it basically creates a toxic environment in the marriage, which can also be toxic towards the children as well. We mentioned that, you know, blame shifting is a form of abuse. So um, children will obviously witness this towards whether it is the mother who's forever blamed for everything or the father blamed for everything, you know? So it does create a very toxic environment in the marriage or in the family. And also the one who is forever blamed um, can easily get to a point where they are afraid to make any decisions in the marriage, you know? Because what blame, sh blame does um, on the person who's forever um, taking the blame is that it affects your self-confidence. You know, you start doubting yourself as a person because of, you know, this condemnation and this negative um, talk towards you all the time. Mm. And also blame-shifting creates communication gap between yeah. the two people. Yeah. You know, you get to a point where you feel that for peace sake, let me just shut my mouth, let me not say anything. My opinion doesn't matter anyway. I will Eish. always be the one who is on the wrong. And with that being said, um, it can easily then lead to intimacy being lost in the marriage. Mm. You know, uh, Again, it takes us to the point that you mentioned that the reason why we'll have theories of men who are married being stopped is because when there is such an element in the marriage, um, it can easily um, lead to intimacy being lost in the marriage. Mm, mm, absolutely, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing at times that these things come about. They happen. And uh, they leave many people, you know, devastated. 
because of the manner in which they had happened uh, or the manner in which things have en- enveloped. But check this out. Here is one other effect, and I want to hear your opinion on that. Because one continues to, or one or these two continue to do blame shifting, they end up with the notion that says, I don't know who you are anymore. Mm. I don't know what you are anymore. Mm. What comes to mind? Sure. Um, Look, when there is the gap of communication, you Mm. basically also start losing the bond that you have with that person in your marriage. Mm. Because you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know what they're going through, because there's no communication. And that can easily lead to the two of you becoming strangers in your marriage, Mm. you know? And that's why you will find someone saying, I really don't know this person that I'm married to, because you have become strangers living under the same roof. Um, And this is as a result, I mentioned that when you are forever being blamed for things, it affects your self-confidence. And you start feeling that your opinion does not matter. You start feeling that you need to keep quiet for the sake of peace in the marriage. Mm -hmm. And when you start keeping to yourself, then, you know, um, eventually, you know, this is someone that you, you, you cannot say that you know anymore because there's just not that bond and communication between the two of you. Mm, 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 absolutely, absolutely. The bond might be destroyed because the two had actually become estranged. And yes, and, and when there is blame shifting, even though it starts quite lightly, it becomes serious. And it starts to draw pictures of how the other should see the other. That is why I spoke about condemnation. And once it had drawn those pictures, those pictures are different from the pictures that you had when you first met. A research has been done to spouses and uh, they were asked, um, we give you a page just in a paragraph. Please write to us. What is it that you saw in your spouse, you know, that made you to be attracted to them and to say to yourself, this man, I am, or this woman, I am going to be married to them for the rest of my life. Mm. And everyone was all smiles and all that, because it's all beautiful things. Then, after we had taken that, appropriated it quite correctly, put it accordingly, And then we have asked the second question. Please write to us, what is it that you see now on the person that you got married to? There were not much smiles, if you know what I mean. There were not much smiles because (laughs) people see monsters and all those things. They don't see that romantic guy, we've only just begun and the romance is not over. Now it was over, you know. Another one is, because of blame shifting, another one is uh, couples were told, please remain anonymous as much as you can. If you can mention a name or indicate something or your tone or use terminology that you use with your spouse, we are going to disqualify your response because it won't be honest. And it was that. Let us check how many of you if it was said to you 
that you get one more chance to get married, would you still be married to the same person? Eighty mm percent -hmm. said no. Mm. And I'm talking about people who are married. Mm. Why? It's because of blame shifting amongst many things. All right, final mm. thought when we come back. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look, easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. The final part. What comes to mind as a conclusion after we have discussed what we have discussed? Sipati? Well, um, Pastor Ray, we are children of God. Mm. And um, we know what the Word of God ex expects of us. Mm. Um, you know, in the past um, shows that we've done, we've always quoted the scripture that talks about putting the other first before ourselves. Mm. And that's what the Word of God expects of us. And mm -hmm. if tables were turned, now I'm talking to the ones who's forever shifting the blame to the other. If tables were turned, we need to ask ourselves, how would I feel about this? Yeah. And the, if the feeling is not a good one, then mm. that's exactly how your spouse is feeling. And we need to then make some changes, you know. Um, we cannot be children of God and continue as what Proverbs 12 says. Mm, in verse 15, mm, you know, mm. we are wise and wise people listen to advice or they go and seek advice from godly people. Yes. So when we realize that our marriage is on the brink of failure, we need to self-reflect and find the wrongs that we are contributing towards the failure of our marriage. Mm -hmm. Because the truth of the matter is we cannot change the other person. If we want to see change, we ought to start with ourselves first. And who knows, maybe the person is the way that they are because of the way that we are, you know? Mm. And if we make those necessary changes, we might see the changes in our marriage that we're so longing for. Um, I know that when you've been with someone for a long time, it's easy to underestimate them. It's easy for you to not take them into consideration anymore. Mm. But let's Let's be intentional in how we love our spouse. By that I mean, make a daily decision or choice to love that person yes. like you've just met them today. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then it makes you conscious and intentional to every other thing that you do, you know? So be it blame shifting. Blame shifting for other people, you know, comes unconsciously. It just happens naturally. And they don't see anything wrong about that. But if we self-reflect and realize the wrongs that we have done, we will yeah. realize that we have been manipulative. We mm. have been mm. hurting the other person. And when we realize that, we need to 
quickly change that because it will lead to the effect that we listed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the biggest and bad effect would be, um, you know, divorce, which is what we don't want to see happening. Mm. So it's never too late. If you realize that you've been the problem, go back to the drawing board and make changes. Obviously, it needs a lot of prayer for the Holy Spirit to assist you in achieving those changes as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Sipati, I want to appreciate the time. I want to appreciate the moment. Thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. And may the Lord bless you so much. Amen. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor. God bless you too. All right. And uh, we talk again the coming week. Much blessings. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, then. That is Sipati there. Sipati Tabudi. We will touch base with her the coming week. And of course, coming up next, we will be talking to Dr. Mabel Baloy and uh, touching base with her on a variety of matters too. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. If you need prayer please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Reach your customers in the car, at the office, at home or wherever they are, night or day. Through advertising with Radio Pulpit, you can reach a large, unique and loyal audience in a most affordable way. With over 500,000 people on our various platforms, from Gauteng to the Cape, you simply cannot go wrong. So advertise today. Contact us on 012-334-1339. Or for advertising packages that we offer, go to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Terms and conditions apply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.